This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon, and in the name of the moon, you are listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. It's time. Talk time. Let's go. Anime, comics, movies, and games. Come on and let's get it. Talk time. Anime, comics, movies, and games. Come on and let's get it. Talk time. Anime, comics, movies, and games. Come on and let's get it. Talk time. Anime, comics, movies, and games. Come on and let's get it. Talk time. Live. Started in the 80s with Matt Cross. Dudes in the hood might have called that soft, but I carried that cross like Jesus did. Fast forward, I teach the kids to learn how to let go, live life, and show love to all things that don't matter. Where y'all from? And luckily, there's a show called Talk Time. We've been waiting for this for a long time. Dax kicks the facts on all the geek news. Special guests and unbiased reviews. Suburban kids, the hipster street dudes. All can learn something new. Me too. I heard words with no faith is empty. I stayed the course, though my haters tempt me. Beat the podcast, that'll make them envy. It ain't too trendy. It's ACMG. Anime, comics, movies, and games. Come on and let's get it. Talk Time. Anime, comics, movies, and games. Come on. Come on and let's get it. Talk time. Anime, comics, movies, and games. Come on and let's get it. Talk time. Anime, comics, movies, and games. Come on and let's get it. Talk time. gentlemen welcome back to the journal of my life that covers all things anime comics movies and games this is acmg presents talk time live the prime show i am your host xavier josiah first and foremost before we get the show underway i'd like to give a big happy mother's day to everyone who's taken the title of mom whether you are a blood mom a you know guardian stepmom you name it if you you know didn't well, if you weren't intending to take the title of mom, but you did, and you looked out for somebody, you helped them, raise them and to be who they are today in some form of success, happy Mother's Day to you. Because, you know, we learned this day and age, the title of mom doesn't always mean your blood relative. It, you know, it's just somebody who takes you under. We got, we all got moms from different, different ventures. You know, even if you do have your, you know, initial mom, there's also other moms around the way that looks out for you. So shout out to them. This day is for you. And we wish you the best and hope for you the best and rest in peace to those who are, you know, who have mothered their kids and more in this life. Hence, rest in peace, mom. Happy Mother's Day to you, too. So on that note, we are going to have another fun episode, but we're going to talk about Ultraman and our talk topic today. The third the third season came out, maybe the final season, possibly. Um, I don't know, you know. Kind of left you open-ended on that one, but we will definitely talk about it and why you need to check this out uh, later on in this program. But before we do that, I got some awesome news. And part of it is that, you know, part of it you actually heard on the Select Start podcast, if you got a chance to check that one out. But I'll say it again here. I got the heads up. I got the approval, the um, invite, the notification that I will be returning to New York Comic Con this year so i will be coming back in october to cover everything that's going on in this uh in new york city 
That means I'll be in Times Square. That means I'll be everywhere that there's something going on around the way. That means I'll be eating some awesome food again. That means we'll get that pizza spot that we love so much. Uh, and we're going to have a lot of fun. It's going to be awesome. And I got some awesome equipment that I'm going to have. The funny thing is, the new equipment that I have is only because I saw somebody with it at New York Comic Con last year. And now this year I have it. So I'm ready to you know, have fun and, you know, hopefully don't break that thing <laughs> and, you know, cover all the major panels and events that are happening, you know, courtesy of Repop. Thank you again to my people of Repop for the awesome invite. It is just fantastic that I'm, again, that I'm able to have these opportunities to do this. And all this is because of my love for, you know, the show and my love to my favorite fandoms out there. You know, it's, just, it's, it's awesome. It is fantastic. I, you know, it's an honor to be able to not only be a part of all this, but to get to know so many awesome people out in the world doing the things that I love. So it's just, it's incredible. So not, that's not all. That is not all. Say, and during this entire same week, I also got notification and invite and improved by Fan Expo. So I'll be going to Fan Expo next month here in Philly to cover what's going on there and my goodness cross your fingers because i'm trying to work out something for this event just just pray for me cross your fingers that this happens because if it does it may be the mother of all <laughs> i'm just gonna stop it right there um so you know i hope that it happens it may not happen it may actually happen but we'll see but i'm trying to make things make things happen at fan expo Go pray for me. <laughs> Bye, Alpha Trion. Pray for me. But nonetheless, we got a lot of other things to talk about. So let's not waste any time, folks. Let's find out what's new in the world of ACMG. And now it's time to find out what's new in the world of ACMG. So I'm going to start off by saying that there's not really that much news. I, you know, upon reviewing everything that's going on this week, guess what took over everything since the day of its release? Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. And before I continue this, notice I said Tears of the Kingdom, because if you listen to my last podcast on Select Start, the video game podcast, my tired ass kept saying Tears of, of the Mountain. And I didn't realize that until after the fact. And I was like, you know what? We all make mistakes. Screw it. We're not, we're all human at the end of the day. Human errors is inevitable. So I left it in there, but I am here to tell you that I recognize that. And I'm here to say tears of the king and we're going to move on because people make mistakes and we can recover from it. Lesson and message. So I digress. All of these websites, Game Informer, GameSpot, and uh, IGN have over like oversaturated their websites with nothing but legend of zelda tears of the kingdom and guess what it should <laughs> honestly there's so much going on like i i talked about my first hour in the game i'm a little bit farther ahead but man i it, what's great about this game is that everybody has their own different experiences because there's not one way to play the game you can play the game any way you want to play it which means somebody will progress a little bit better 
than others because you know they've managed to get you know succeed in some ways my dumbass decided to go the hard way and go into the you know arctic areas without having any uh arctic gear to wear so i'm i'm playing survival mode and i you know as much as i hate it i love it at the same time because it's like no i don't want to go through this place without any warm clothes but what i'm doing is i'm trying to survive the best way possible i'm eating you know i'm cooking you know food that basically makes me you know has uh winter resistant or whatever as such so i'm able to survive for a substantial amount of time and the survive the, the survival aspect of this game is so fantastic i absolutely love it um i may not like it completely in the sense of you know i don't want to have to survive but i'm going to survive so my experience is going to be different because there's no you know direct order in which you can go there's a better there's some places that you should go that may be better suited than others but trust me when i tell you it is you know everybody's going to have a different experience we'll eventually have some things to compare but we're you know not one person is going to be uh, playing this game the same way and that's awesome and it's just so much to travel so much platform to go to it's just insane so i get it man there's a lot to cover this game is going to be game of the year i'm just telling you this now i haven't even finished even scratched the surface of this game it's going to require a nice amount of hours for me to get through this game luckily i do have the amount of hours to get through this game but i need to be on a straight and narrow as possible um you know it's just that but among all of the news that these three websites are like i mean you go to all three of these sites they have just every the first 10 to 15 like articles that they have in all these sites are legend of zelda tears of the mountain tears of the mountain i mean see yes i just did it again damn it i did it again tears of the kingdom i don't know why i'm saying tears of the mountain just it comes off the mouth easier i want to name my band tears of the mountain that's all i'm saying <laughs> maybe that's it but you know everything is tears of the kingdom and it's crazy you know people were really it, I, I, any game there's no game this year last year or prior to not even since breath of the wild where i've seen this much coverage of one game that's how serious people are taking this this is insane even dotemu dotemu who has their own awesome hit games they're paying their respects like they're paying their respects they're acknowledging the king okay and you know they were they were um acknowledging their hype on twitter about this like this is this this is like legit <laughs> like people don't, there are actually people who just don't understand how awesome this game is maybe because they don't have a, a switch or maybe because they have other game consoles and refuse to understand why this is a great hype this is is I, you know what i can understand this from a sense i just spoke to somebody yesterday on the acmg facebook group about how I'd never watched Stranger Things yet. I've never got into it because it was one of those deals. It, I would relate Stranger Things to the Zelda Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom type of, you know, uh, fan base. This is like a above average type of deal that people are absolutely into. So much so that it like, it the overhype of it made, you know, to tear some people away because it's just so much that's what happened with me with stranger things it's like people were just gawking over it and gawking over it so much i think the same the same thing happened with um breaking bad and some people were so 
gawking over how awesome this is. It, it almost to the almost to an annoying level. So some people will kind of, you know, when you're that hype about something, it sometimes brushes people away, and it does the opposite of what you want them to do, because you're so religiously into almost culti cultivating uh, about it. So. I can see where that happens. Like, I, I I won't say that I never will watch Stranger Things. It's just, I'm not ready to watch it. You know, and then it just felt like it wasn't my type of, you know, it wasn't my cup of tea. You know, some people would say it was like Goonies 2.0 to some extent or whatever like that. But, and I, you know, I, I, I like Goonies. I've never been that cult. I've, been, I've never been a cult fan of Goonies. But I've always liked the movie. The movie was, was a great movie. No, no doubt. So, I'm not saying I won't watch that. I probably will. And, you know, those who probably don't own a Switch at the moment, and if they ever finally get a Switch, I guarantee that's like a game they will probably get, and then they'll see like, oh, I see the, I see what's the deal now. I get it. I totally get it. And they'll be immersed into it as well. So I, I, I totally get it. But like, aside from that, we actually did have some news going on in the world of our favorite fandoms. We're going to talk about that. We really got to talk about Jonathan Majors right now because, oh, my goodness, no pun intended. Actually, there will be a couple good puns here about this because he's apparently, you know, this whole thing with him and his ex-girlfriend is a bit crazy. Like, um, you know, the last thing that we talked about in regards to him is that we finally got to see some video footage of his ex-girlfriend after hours of the incident going back to clubs and hanging out. And we also saw that her hand, which was said to be broken, didn't appear to be broken. So in a court of public opinion, this is looking bad on her because I don't care what you say, people. And I say this again. As somebody who had to go to the hospital for an, a huge laceration in his right arm, you're not going to a club when you have an injury of that severity. You're not going to a club. You're not hanging out after hours. If your hand is legit broken, you can't enjoy yourself when you're suffering, you know, suffering through tremendous pain of a broken finger. It just doesn't make sense. So not only was she seen at a club, but she was seen there's footage of her from hours after the incident. It's not looking good on her side. It, you know, if you really want to weigh in like the scale, Jonathan, Wage, Jonathan Majors right now is weighing in better. And then now on top of that, the, what, the, what the lawyers did, the lawyers of the ex-girlfriend did basically was they filed a restraining order, which I, I, I honestly, I believe whether it's true or not, and you know, we'll find out soon, but I believe that they did that only to make it, you know, to save face for the video footage to see if that will still sway the public opinion away from the video footage to make it seem like she's still set victim here after the video footage. It's a, it's a, it's a strategy. Basically it's, it's not a, it's not an organic action. And in other words, that's what I believe. It's just a means to say like, she's still victimized of the situation and she wants to be the one on the innocent side, on a victor side. And that was their deal. But Jonathan Major's lawyers basically said, go ahead, fine. He really doesn't have any, anything to do with him. And we've heard nothing of him even approaching her since. So 
you know, if he was that obsessive about her, you know, we can see that, but we've never heard any actions of him getting in contact with her since the last contact that they actually had. I don't think it, I think it was the lawyers to the, or him to the text that they had about the situation. But then now Jonathan Majors is countering that in a good way. <laughs> Watch, you'll see what I do. Because Jonathan Majors is now dating Megan Good. According to reports online and mostly TMZ, for God's sake. So that is, seems to be the case. And they're not they're open about this. And it's out in the open. Say what you will. But this is damn good PR on his behalf. Like, he is taking good PR to a whole new level. So, okay. And what better way to do that by dating Megan Good? Like, she's like one of the hottest actresses out there. I mean, like, you know, there's two hot Megans out there right now. There's Megan Fox and Megan Good. And they're like equal in terms of that. Like, you can, you can somewhat say like Megan Good is the black Megan Fox is the Megan is the Megan for the black community and you know Megan Fox is the Megan for the white community in this sense they're both actresses they're both you know ridiculously hot I would say Megan Good is a tiny bit better in terms well any tiny bit like she is a better actress in terms of that but like to see these two together it's like okay what a rebound on his behalf what a major rebound nope okay that's also that wasn't a that wasn't an intended pun but that helped that really helped <laughs> honestly it, it's this is becoming more in in the you know it's just, i can't help this i'm sorry this is more of the good of jonathan majors because now he's moved on and he's really showing that like you know he's not he did he really doesn't want to have anything to do with this ex-girlfriend and it may you know be affected the level my situation here my 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 th um my issue right now is that if he does prove himself to be innocent of all this which it looks like is weighing in more on his side i need people to you know talk about redemption here in in or just forgiveness of whatever happened or just admit that you're wrong to that extent if you know if you accused him beforehand and judged before you know you know beyond reasonable doubt you know we have such a problem in our society where it's like we tend to we we selectively forgive and forget who we want like if y'all don't give him the time of day after this but y'all give johnny depp the time of day i'm calling double standard because it's no way I can name a few people, Johnny Depp, James Gunn, you know, these are the people who had the opportunity to redeem themselves in the public eye and everybody loves them again. You know, James Gunn did what he did 10 years ago and hasn't done it since. And he got fired, you know, prematurely by Marvel and then DC took him and then Marvel rehired him back to finish off what he started. But, you know, because Marvel did, you know, stupidly fired him prematurely, it was dc studios gained to you know acquire him full time so you know that's 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 stupid that was stupid on marvel this is the same thing marvel seems like they did not make that same mistake but jonathan major's pr team and other or uh organizations it, it, that he's worked with 
and companies that he's worked with have, you know, done away with him prematurely. And now we're seeing all this stuff. Like, seriously. Johnny Depp lost that case with Amber Heard the first time. And people dogged him out. They, 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 you know, almost pretty much canceled him. Then he went and appealed that case and he won that case. And now he is like the hottest he's ever been. And recently he just got a $20 million contract from that cologne company that he's been working with for, you know, for quite a long time. This dude's on top of the world right now. Jonathan Majors should fairly also get that same benefit and that same reaction from fans. If he does not, this is just another long list and example of many examples that we had of double standard racist double standards in this country. So we will see. Um, I'm rooting for him, you know, and I hopefully this deal with him and uh, good is legit. And it's not just for the sake of, you know, trying to combat the situation because um, it'll look bad on him if this is not legit. This will look really bad on him and her because she's taking a risk herself. So they need to like, this needs to be a thing and not just till after the case is all done or whatever like that. This needs to be a thing. And oh my God, if she comes to the court case with him, this, this case could be like the same thing with Amber Heard and, um, and, and Johnny Depp, this could get that level if they end up taking this to court and you know, they're trying to stop it from going to court and they're trying to just, you know, trying to get the DA to, you know, erase the whole entire situation. But if it ends up going to court, this is going to be huge. And with Megan Good involved in it now and put herself in uh, in the sway of this, this could be really interesting. So we'll see. But um, this is uh, things business has picked up on that note. So we'll see. Let's talk about picking up. Let's talk about coming back. Let's talk Fast and the Furious next week is the premiere of the latest installment of fast and furious and we got some unfortunate spoiler some unfortunately awesome spoiler news in the form of the rock reports have spoiled the surprise appearance of dwayne johnson who will be appearing in the latest installment of the fast series which premieres next week you can only imagine that some fans were not happy with the media groups revealing this tidbit of news you know, I got to say it, you know, I'm, I'm a part of this, but I'll, I'm really mad they did this too. This could, this could have been like a huge surprise for fans, especially due to their past beef between uh, Johnson, Diesel and Tyrese. You know, if you recall, they had beef because Dwayne wanted to do a spinoff of this, you know, which was awesome. You know, uh, t you know, uh, you know, the one with him and um, Jason Statham, which was a awesome freaking movie and a great spinoff to that and because he wanted to do that it held off everything that the process of this movie coming up it also actually the last it was the last movie that it held off but um Tyrese had beef with it because it means he wasn't making money and he was going he's going through his situation with his ex-wife and everything so they had beef and then him and Johnson had beef uh, if you saw that video with him and um and Tyrese's release party album release party hilarious absolutely hilarious and then him and uh, vin diesel also had beef too because it was that alpha male type of situation between who's the you know the the biggest attraction of the movie right now even though this is vin diesel's you know baby 
you know, they, they were, you know, going back and forth in that situation. So apparently they managed to work it out where he's seen in this movie. We don't know if their relationship still stands, but they got him in the movie. This reminds me of like ECW, I mean, AEW right now with the situation with CM Punk and um, the Bucks right now, you know, got to find a way to work it in somehow, some way looks like it is happening on that front, but not the way fans want because we, you know, most, most AEW fans know what's going on in the background of that and separating the two shows ridiculous. So, you know, let's see what happens. It's too, you know, it's just too much animosity and divide and we need to chill with that. We need, these guys are making way too much money to let their egos take over all of them. Anybody who has any animosity like that, it's like you've gotten so far in your career that you forgot where you came from and you forgot, you know, there was a time when you didn't have these opportunities that you were fighting and clawing and biting and, you know, trying to reach and break that glass ceiling, that proverbial glass ceiling. And, you know, instead of working together to make more money, I guess you just think that you got enough money ahead and you could just say, screw it. Like, I get it that's you know you you have made it successful you don't have to deal with this and all this crap but if you really want to make things work come on it, it just it has to be better ways to handle these situations you know not just you know the wrestling side of things the, just all of it. it just has to be better ways and there has to be some way to break back i mean not everything's going to be you know going to be kumbaya at the end of the day but still the effort has to be made in this case and it looks like again this, that may be the case with this. We'll see. This also reminds me of DC's desperate attempt to reveal Wonder Woman's appearance on Shazam Fury of the Gods, which I think would have been a awesome surprise to do. Like, I don't understand why this is happening now. Like these spoiler type, like people are going to still see the movie, but you're, you're giving away these little tidbits of things that would have like been crazy to find out in the theater and more exciting to see in the theater. So now I'm expecting it and it's not going to be as exciting. I'm, I'm sure it's probably going to be entertaining or whatnot, but it's like, we already knew it was coming. I, this is why I am so happy with Marvel studios. And when there is a secret to be had, they do not, nothing gets out. Nothing gets out. And we find out things that happen later on. Like for instance, give you a great example, black, uh, Wakanda forever. Nobody. And I mean, nobody knew Michael B. Jordan was coming back as Killmonger in that movie. And when I found it, when I is, I was legit in the theater, I blew up. I was shocked upon already being emotionally, you know, you know, just in an emotional state because of the premise of this film and the significant, the significance of this film, I should say. Seeing Michael B. Jordan in that movie, I was like, and other people were just like in shock of seeing this because we were not privy. We would, we did not know that he was going to be in there and it made the experience so much better. So I'm sure like if you're a Fast and Furious fan and you're a fan of every character that's in there, including Dwayne Johnson's character, you would have been, you know, like if you've seen Hobbs in there, you would have been shocked. You'd have been at all because we never thought we would see Hobbs in the recent movies ever again. So it is what it is. I'm still going to enjoy the movie when it comes out next week. And we'll talk about that when we review that next week. But it would have been so much better, man. 
it was better. Also, was was Rosa revealed was Paul Walker's daughter, uh, who will be making a cameo appearance as well. Um, Meadow Walker is said to have a cameo in an upcoming sequel in some form or fashion too. I think that's awesome um, that they did that. It, you know, Walker was the man. Paul Walker was the. I, I still miss that dude. Like, I haven't seen the fast movie where we seen last time we saw him yet. I it um. I never watched the reason why I haven't watched any of these because I'm waiting for a streaming network to acquire every single fast movie. So I don't have to keep searching everywhere for these fast movies. Like some streaming networks has the first maybe five. And then another streaming network has the recent ones coming up. And then you'll see some of them on TV. And I hate watching TV movies because they edit the hell out of them and cut certain scenes and they got to cut them down to a certain time frame. So I don't like to watch TV movies. And I, I told myself I would never watch a Marvel, a, a Marvel Studios movie on TV. Never. I, it got to be, I got, I look, I'll have my iPad with me and I'll have some of the movies on best, <laughs> but I will, I can't, I cannot get the same experience because you know, they're going to cut some things. You know, some things are going to be edited for TV and stuff like that. It's just, no, I, I, love these movies and i like to remember them the way that i remember them and not be caught off guard but like wait that was supposed to happen and this was supposed to happen or whatnot so I, you'll never see that that's a big no for me but uh, um I, i'm looking forward to this but along with this rumors were speculating that uh fast 10 and fast uh what it fast 11 may not be the last fast movie in fact ign reports that a fandango reporter at the fast x premiere fast 10 premiere in rome was speaking with vin diesel and michelle rodriguez during the interview uh, diesel told the reporter that the studios asked if the finale could be a trilogy after watching uh fast 10 rodriguez interjected to tease it's three is three x in any story i don't know what exactly what the hell that means but that, I mean, that could mean that like it could be tr a trilogy or not. I mean, it was it was slightly a tease or whatever. Um, but then you know it was said that uh, Diesel walked away from the interviewer shortly after that comment. So I don't know. I mean, it's it's almost time for this show for this uh, for this road to end. How it's going to end or whatever, we'll see. Um, we'll see, man. I don't know. Uh, we'll have to see what happens with that. But believe it or not, folks, that will do it for what's new in the world of uh, ACMG. Like I told you, there's not that much news going on this week. And most of it is Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Ha, I said it right. <laughs> so we're going to take a break, come back, and I will talk about the third season of Ultraman and why you need to check this out. And we'll do that right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dax Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, such as... This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go. Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on TalkTimeLive.com. 
TalkTomLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTomLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live. This is Allison Lee Rosenfeld, the voice of Bonnie and Nurse Joy from Pokemon, Rio Castle, Riley, and Allie from Yu-Gi-Oh!, and star of Crumbly Kitchen. You're listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. Do it. And now, it's time for our Talk Topic of the Week. Ready? Wait! Folks, we are back with our talk topic of the week, and it is my review of Ultraman season three on Netflix. And trust me, like I said this before, I never grew up being a fan of Ultraman. Like I dug Ultraman just for what it was. It was like we never seen anything like that because, you know, back in the day, it was, um, you know, in the Godzilla Kaiju era type of things we would get, you know, shows to come out every so often on local television of it. But I never really been a fan of it was a little bit too kooky for me back then and I never liked the design of Ultraman per se um but I also understood the lore of the character in in this in the story I did like one show that recently that came out for Fox Kids you know Fox for Kids back in the day because they dubbed it and they dubbed it with a lot of hilarious uh you know comedy with it so i did like that one but i was never truly a ultraman fan or was really truly into it until this version the netflix series which is like a 3d animated version of the uh of the series and it kind of retells the story of ultraman and adds on some new characters to the mix like it, it basically turned more into like a super sentai type of series um, instead of just having one Ultraman, there's about six of them now. And it, it's, I actually enjoy it much better on top of that. The character design for the Ultraman squad is so much better. I really got to find out who is the, you know, character designer of it because the suit designs for Ultraman are fantastic, including, and I, you know, I'm going to partly spoil a lot, uh, some things that is going on here. So if you didn't get a chance to see it. Um, I would refrain from watching from listening to this right now until you see it and then come back. Or if you just don't care, I'm just going to give you a reason why you need to watch. But, um, you know, the original suit of Ultraman or, or the original Ultraman design comes back in this season and it looks much better than the original design. And they pay homage to the original design in here. Like there's a huge you know statue uh monument uh monument of the original ultraman in here and shinjiro is the new ultraman who's the um who's the son of the original uh ultraman and my goodness he uh he looks awesome in this man he looks fantastic and it's the way they designed it it's like it, it pays homage to the old but it has a new spin to it. It has the same eyes that people love so much, but it just has a new spin to it. Like this Ultraman I love. Like all the suits are awesome, period. But it also comes with a new opening theme song too, which I thought I was going to skip it after a while. I'd never skipped, not, I'd never skipped it one time. It is so badass. Um, it is very catchy and very bad. Like it's, 
you can listen to it on you like you could put it on your playlist good so i don't know if this is the last season because they made it seem like it was going to be the last but then also they, they they had some other things that led you to believe that like this could actually be a fourth season coming in but let's talk about the story real quick of this the third season sees ultraman facing a new nemesis named mephisto who plans to turn the humans against the ultraman uh, squad before proceeding to kill them and there's a reason why mephisto wants them dead and also he's not alone there is an actual higher power that he's working with that we don't find out until the end and it is it's when they've revealed it let me tell you i was i was not surprised and i kind of hinted that this was going to happen this was awesome so shinjiro is going through some growing pains of his own as he is showing hints of his power enhancing while also becoming uncontrollable with them he you know this is his puberty moment pretty much so he's becoming so powerful that he has become a liability in the eyes of the people who once deemed him a hero shinjiro is determined to prove that he is he is uh that he or the other ultramen are not threats as they seek out to find out who's actually framing him so people you know the new nemesis or whatever is manipulating the situation and changing the narrative to make it seem like these guys are a threat while they are you know working on their plans shinjiro is also on a hunt for the person who took supposedly took the life of his father uh the previous ultraman so there's a lot going on with this um we also get the appearance of a brand new ultraman this time and this time a female ultraman in this as well so there's a lot of awesome things to do what i loved about this season is you can easily if you've been a marvel studios fan for since day one of like maybe 2007 of you know um iron man then you should see what is being done in this movie and catch on to it the writers and director of this series have used the what we would marvel fans with marvel studios fans i should say would consider believe it or not there are different marvel fans there's marvel studios fans and there's marvel comic fans and there's marvel there's just hardcore marvel fans which is fans of both you know some people read the comics some people watch the movies but in this case if you're a marvel cinematic universe fan then you see the, what's going on here and throughout since season one they've been slow pacing the arrival of the ultraman that we know and that's exactly what happened here we got to see it took three seasons to get there but we finally see it you know how you watch a marvel you know movie of some characters that you may have read in the comics and you see that they're not at the they're not in the state that you recognize from the comics and then like maybe if they get a sequel maybe it like not until the end of the movie or like two movies later you'll start to see they become i'll give you an example of this the guardians of the galaxy did this after three movies guardians of the galaxy now is are now wearing quill in star lord if you will and all of the guardians are now wearing the actual suits that you know that there are familiar to them in the comics uh so we finally got to see the guardians look like the guardians of the galaxy of old the tradition like the old school guardians of the galaxy with the suits and everything so we now are seeing that in ultraman 
whereas we're seeing Shinjiro take on the powers that Ultraman that we knew Ultraman to be and the look for that matter. So it's all coming full circle, in other words. And, you know, Marvel's known for doing that. We call that the Marvel formula. They have kind of taken a bit from the Marvel formula to do this. And guess what? It worked. It is successfully done the same way that Greg Berlanti did with the, you know, prime, the DC primetime universe, the Arrowverse, if you want to call it. He went he went and did the same thing. He did. Um, he took notes from the in, in you know, the formulaic, you know, turn, you know, takes from Marvel Studios and it worked for him, you know, to progress a story did the same thing by the way you know changing the subject real quick did anybody see the episode of the flash when uh when uh steven amell came back as uh oliver queen awesome again full circle stuff like that <laughs> stuff like that like ultraman you know the ultraman series has done the same thing i thought they did it tremendously well and i'm never i'm normally not fans of anime 3d animated anime but this is one of the best this in the Transformers series to me were like some of the best 3D animated animes uh, features that I've seen in some time. And uh, I enjoyed it. Like this is like above Appleseed level. Good. You know, does anybody still remember what Appleseed is? Like Appleseed was like was the truth, but I'm just saying um, this is one like it was one of Appleseed was one of the first animes I've seen transition into um, 3D animation and it did it successfully. Ghost in the Shell did pretty good, although I didn't like the writing of Ghost in the Shell either, um, you know, for that matter. But the anime, like Netflix has acquired a lot of these, you know, um, these intellectual properties, if you will. And they've done so by making them 3D for a lot of them. And they've done successfully well, extremely well, I might add, with that. And Ultraman is probably, to me, one of the best when it comes to that. I, the fight scenes it's so fast paced the frame like we come so far from the old days of when 3d animation first started like the, the old beast wars days and the reboot days and you compare that to see what now you see how far we've actually come if you look at the frame rate and animation of uh of ultraman and the fight scenes of it it's so fast paced and awesome i can't believe we've gotten this far <laughs> you know with uh the technology to be able to do this and it's 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 just absolutely fantastic you will not be bored with this show at all you'll love the characters in here you love the fight scenes this is the best ultraman ever <laughs> i will i will i will argue that to the hardest of hardcore ultraman fan what i love about it was just not only the art style not only the action but the dialogue and the storytelling is way better and way more sophisticated than any Ultraman series you would ever see. I will, you know, when I look at this, I first, the first thing I thought was, this is the way I wanted Power Rangers to be. This is how I wanted to, like, cause when I, like I told you, I, I've said this many times before in, in previous shows, when you watch the original Super Sentai series from Japan, which is what the Power Rangers is in America, they had a more serious tone before Ahim Saban took over the license or, you know, he took over the license or whatever of the footage or whatever and made it into the Power Rangers. Super Sentai had a much more theatrical and serious tone to it. 
that would made you like, all right, you know, this is kind of campy, but also they they're making it seem like it's a serious deal. You know, there, there's no, there's not too much comedy in there and in, in, in the original series, uh, there was subtle comedy in there. And then they just went to the dr drama and action to it. But you look at him Saban when he took it over and made it to power Rangers, it was so cartoony. And then you had a bulk and skull and it made it really cartoony. I hate it. No, I, I always say no offense to the actors who play Bulk and Skull. It's they did, they did those roles tremendously, but I just never liked that characterization in this type of thing because of what I saw prior to. If I never saw Power Rangers outside of Japan, then I, I could see where I I would enjoy it better. But because I saw what this was prior to it in the Japan version or Super Sentai series, never had a Bulk and Skull at all. It to me like it, it really it, it gave me a bad taste when I watched the other one. It's like we could have done the same thing Japan did, but I, who am I to say? Him Saban made a boatload of money, a tremendously boatload, a you know a a shipload of money, um, make you know from the Power Rangers, still to this day. So, but this is the way you know Ultraman. You know, when they doing the Super Sentai like type of deal, this is the way I wanted Power Rangers to be. And I, I look, I would even go as far as to say, like, can we get a 3D animated Power Rangers series Netflix? Because you already did the, they already did the, um, the the the, the uh, what is it, the special that they did on Netflix of Power Rangers? If you have the acquire, you know, you have the rights and requirements to do this, can we? can we get the studio who did Ultraman and do a Power Rangers version is I guarantee is going to be awesome. It'll be like Gotcha Man, which is another awesome anime uh, that, you know, came out too. I'm telling you, this is so this is such a great series. If you're an anime fan, if you own Netflix that you go out of your way to check this out, they are like 12 episodes this season. Uh, and you won't if you haven't watched it, Perry, does this is one of the animes I highly recommend that you watch. If you're into this Super Sentai style, you know, anime and, you know, superhero, you know, kaiju levels type stuff. This is for you. The one thing I was surprised because they were, you know, when I say they went full circle, they, in other words, Shinjiro winded up getting, you know, he winded up acquiring the original suit, but a more modern version of it. The one thing he never did, and they kind of teased like he was going to do it, was grow titanic into like kaiju mode he did not but they kind of it, it made they made it seem like that's where he was going in the beginning of the uh series when, like the first episode when he has like these little nightmarish dreams or whatever like that of him growing bigger and maybe that's why i believe there could be a fourth season because once they you know and, and oh i will say i've said enough about this show but I will, I will just, I'll do your favor. I will not spoil who is the higher power of this new nemesis group that is out coming, trying to take down Ultraman and why he's trying to take down Ultraman. Cause that's a huge, huge reveal in this whole thing. So I will leave that out for you because you need to really get into it and get into these characters and be totally shocked or maybe not shocked at who's the you know guy behind this whole entire thing but the reason why is very interesting as well so i'll leave that out for you but um i will say that you know he didn't go titanic in this 
in this series which leads me to believe that there may be a season four but it kind of felt like it was just the end except there was an end credit scene in this uh in the last episode and you saw some previous enemies that they faced throughout season two and season one one of which was played by steve bloom you can easily tell when steve bloom comes in that voice is uncanny and uh it fits any voice that he plays in there so there may be something coming up according to that that final scene but if they do i think that's if they do a fourth season i believe that is where you may see him you know go gigantic in titanic if you will or kaiju mode or whatever so we'll see it there but like trust me i will say if you are not if you've not been a fan of ultraman you could definitely check this series out i would say check this series out before watching some of the old you know live action versions from like way back in the 60s or whatnot because they're they're kind of they're 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 both great and laughable at the same time because of what they had to do with special effects or whatnot but if you are ultraman fan you cannot be i i, I would be surprised if you were not enjoying what they did here because it's fantastic i love it so go anyway check it out if i'm going to give this a grade this season oh god yes this is a solid a dare i go because of how they ended and what they did and how they came full circle i'm gonna do another nod i'm giving them an a plus for this so go either way check it out it's available on netflix right now and folks that will do it for this edition of acmg presents talk time live this is the prime show i hope you guys enjoyed it um as i've been talking about it as everybody's been talking about it i will give my full review of legend of zelda tears of the kingdom this week on select start and we'll talk about that fully um in whatever news that is coming out there so stay tuned for that of course i mentioned it before we will be covering fast and furious 10 um when that arrives next week so we'll be talking about that and what i thought about the rocks appearance or whatever and whatever surprises that they may have on air as well it, it could be not that may not be the only surprise i just hell whatever happens i'm just glad that han is back in the damn series because everybody loves han just saying so again check it out in the following week from there got the 19th got 26 so we'll be having some things leading up to june oh god okay june's june the beginning of june is gonna be crazy i will not have a show on june um what i will do is you know because it's fan expo week so in the beginning of june that also it's spider-man uh you know the, the, the new spider-man uh movie is coming out that week as well so i gotta find a way to watch that in the midst of all everything that's coming out and by the way a lot of the stars from um this that spider-man movie will be in x uh fan expo so be sure to be there to check it out there's a lot of people that will be checking that we will be checking out as well man it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty dope so um stay tuned for that and uh oh god you know what i think about it i should reach out to find out about that too i'm speaking to myself right now obviously you're not supposed to hear what i'm what i'm saying right now but um yeah shabik moore is going to be in philly uh for fan expo as well it's a loaded amount of people go to fanexpophilly.com to find out who's going to be there it's a loaded amount of people this should be a great event a uh, huge event this year last last year was pretty dope this year should just be awesome they got star wars, star wars people mandalorian people coming um 
you name it go on here trust me check it out my uh one my one and only is coming molly flanagan is coming into town so i'm gonna have fun hanging out with her as well so oh just oh this is just this year I, every year i keep saying how the hell am how the hell am keep doing all of this it's just every year it's just something awesome you know ever since i started this show there's just been more awesome things going on i i just i can't i'm such a great fan of all this so stay tuned for that and much more but we also got street fighter 2 coming in the same day as spider-man at that in that movie when it comes out so oh just so much it's an overload and then it's not over because june is going to be full of everything coming out this week so stay tuned for all that folks if you love this episode and every episode of talk time live please go out of your way go to our official website at talktimelive.com where you can check out all of our episodes our audio episodes our video exclusives all there for you to enjoy for you to to be entertained and maybe learn a few things if you're into what these people are going you know doing in their life and may inspire you to want to do it as well but you'll get the you get to hear the real from on those interviews uh if you like to subscribe and download you can find us wherever podcasts are played and that is including spotify iHeartRadio, apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, stitcher popping tune in audible pocket cast pandora and of course tumblr and much much more so again thank you guys again i hope you have a great week and i hope all mothers everywhere have a tremendous mother's day you definitely deserve it especially if you helped your kid achieve their goals and dreams in life thank you everybody that'll do it for me on behalf of myself this is dax xavier josiah saying learn to let go live life and love all things anime comics movies and games this is acmg presents talk time live i am out of here take care and i love you mom Music for this episode is provided by Game Chops. Check out these great chiptune tracks and more at music.gamechops.com.